spirit portals are open and a new world is dawning. A mysterious enemy has stolen Aang's staff and replaced it with a fake. Now four heroes must band to discover who is intent on stealing history's most important artifacts and perhaps something more sinister. It will take wit, strength, and determination to stop this threat and save history itself. Welcome, everybody, to Relics of the New Republic, episode 13. And my goodness, are things cooking? You know how I know things are cooking? Because I have no idea what's happening. That's how. <laughs> I, uh, I used to have an idea, and I, I'm sure this is about GM common experience GM growth curve, learning curve. Oh, yeah. Um, but I put enough irons in the fire in the first however many episodes that now there's just a lot of iron and it's all quite hot. I feel like I feel like you're I feel like you're going if you regularly GM, you're going to run into that session where beforehand you're like, I'm going to have to improv <laughs> so much of this. Oh, I ask. <laughs> oh, my God. There because was I just here. have no idea. Wait, wait what? Wait, wait. <gasps> Nikki! 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm Nikki's here. here. I live. This is so exciting. I don't know about Fumi, but I live. <laughs> oh, touche. That's a good point. <laughs> We're, we'll open up the camera soon and we'll see what's going on with Fumi. How exciting. Well, as you can tell, we are... Gusless tonight. Tears. I invoked tears. Beyond I invoked tears, tears using words, but you're right. It's beyond tears. It's it's just very deeply sad. Um, Gus had to answer the call um, to uh, great capitalist superstructures um, that run our world, and so um, Will has the gun. I've got some attitude. Yep. I think together, Capitalism, together we can bring down. this thing down. It's all you need. Why has someone done this know, before? That's a great question, Will. So subvert the <laughs> capitalist superstructures. Um, what else, y'all? Last time on Relics of the New Republic, we saw Fumi absolutely sweep deliberate choice of words the competition in a pro bending <laughs> match was that her first like like notorious pro bending match you think or or has she been in the arena yeah, okay. yeah i think i think that was her first one and she was super super excited so she's so fumi's so fumi's a natural is what you're saying <laughs> i think so i guess so yeah, I mean, we knew we knew that she had it in her. Um, it's interesting thinking about the mechanics for those who are considering GMing something in the Korra era using this material. Um, I was like looking and looking back and forth, like, where do, when do I just make a move and take a turn for the opponents? And while you could do whatever you want in the fiction, um, the highlight moves have pro and con type of stuff built in, just like any other move. You add consequences that could cost you the round. 
And so really it's all built into the moves. And if you just roll rocks and or otherwise mm-hmm. win, um, that's what happens. And so I didn't even give Dallas a time of day. So I feel feel pretty good for you, for me. <laughs> um Yeah. But as you were correct in pointing out, I also feel bad for Fumi because this uh, joy was short-lived and uh, Woshi Ikeru does not seem like a pleasant guy. Nothing's going on with Jingmin though, right, Danny? Yep. Like what's, what would you say happened last time with Jingmin? Yeah, I think um, Jingmin is, I think Jingmin is probably in the most relaxed um ordinary state that she's ever been in you know (laughs) separate from friends largely because she's worried about bringing harm to them yeah just you know in a triad you know it's yeah nothing's new for her meditation (laughs) breakthrough trying out the headspace app oh no i mean let's let's think about how we all handled let's think about how we all handled stress Let's just think about how we all handled stress as 12-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? We didn't feel it. Yeah, I mean, my stress what? started at so, uh, age 20. It was just like, welcome, you're 20. And I was like, oh! It yeah. all just came all at once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no. Jingmin is... She's stressed. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. I've been trying to make this a really stress-free <laughs> campaign. So I guess feedback check Have on you? that. Huh? Lynn would agree. Very stress-free. Thank you, Steve, for your efforts. They're seen, heard, and appreciated. Okay. I just want to give all y'all a chance to shine. And <laughs> if, I, if I use the old method of chase your characters up a tree and then throw rocks at them the whole time, it's maybe, maybe it's a little hard to shine, but... <laughs> We'll get some shine time. <laughs> Probably just not tonight. I mean, Jingmin welcomes <laughs> stress with open arms. So, not open arms. Jingmin welcomes the stress there with a go. drawn bow. There you go. More There's so. an image. She's going to shoot oh, it. There you go. Shoot that stress yeah. out of your life. I'm just seeing Jingmin on a billboard now. Just like. <laughs> It's yeah. like holding the bow. <laughs> I feel like that could sell. Varric needs to get on that. What's Varric up to nowadays? Shoot that stress out of your life. Yeah. Well, we will do our best to carry on without our beloved Gus tonight. Um, as always, I'm you know I'll be juggling some things. I'll try to think of of uh, what a mook might do. Uh, but if any of you uh, think of something during the session uh, that you would suggest a mook do, please let me know. If you got plenty on your plate, that's fine. We'll try to get it sorted. But let us carry on. Tonight, the camera opens on Akifumi Yako. Fumi, this blast this fine dust has just come up in a cloud and you've inhaled it before you could register what was happening you were looking for a message 
There was nothing written on the tiny scroll that Ikeru put into your hand. But some type of message has been sent, it seems. You instantly feel different. A little lighter. Almost bubbly. As you turn around, uh, you're in the back room now of the Pro Bending Arena. Um, just after all of the handshakes and fanfare. And you know that you're expected any moment um, for the press release. Perhaps fans are eager, new fans are eager to meet you. Uh, but as you turn around to look at your other players who are switching off of their gear and, and putting back on their civilian clothes to get ready for uh, photos and the like, uh, you realize that neither of them have seen what's happened. And before you can say anything to them, Woshikeru and Zephyr Skydancer walk into the room, patting each other on the back and having a laugh. Zephyr Skydancer's voice as booming as ever. <laughs> oh, I had no idea you had such humor in you, Ikeru. Yes, well, I can think of a thing or two. <laughs> I try... To be clever, but I don't try too hard. You know how it goes. And they turn and look at you all and say, Zephyr says, Well, I'm very pleased, very pleased. Fumi, wow! Who knew you had that in you? And so that you know, Nikki, how to play this. Okay. Fumi is feeling extremely suggestible impressionable i will allow you to to have control of your character as it were to rp to rp this but i'm going to oh borrow a mechanic from another game and make a clock called fumi comes to her senses and until that clock is removed it's a countdown clock until that clock is removed you will feel compelled to be utterly compliant and agreeable with whatever is asked of you. Okay. And I would like for you to roll 2d6 to see how many segments there are on this clock. It could be a two-segment oh, clock. Gosh. It could be a 12-segment clock. Uh, eight. <laughs> the, 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 the clocks are too powerful. They're finding the clocks, their way the into other systems. We're playing Powered by the Apocalypse, oh, but we're God. borrowing from Forged in the Dark, our other favorite family of systems. Oh. And eight it is. We're a D6 system in, stream, fellas. I love me some six-sided dice. Why couldn't I get an eight for like a roll that matters for me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it matters, my friend. It matters. Well, I know, I know. that's I'm just good messing. for me. I know. <laughs> now, now, so that you know, you will, you are able to resist what is asked of you by means of the push your luck mechanic. That's how hard it is to resist. But if you attempt that, depending on the results of those roll, we'll figure out whether that takes some segments off of that clock as Fumi is fighting back to gain her senses and composure. And of course, if the other players get into the mix, 
um, their characters may do things that influence this clock. Uh, don't make a gesture of firing an arrow, Jing Min. Danny, how could you? You do have rubber tipped arrows, so. I'll kill them all! <laughs> just can't tolerate the risk, so gotta eliminate it, huh? <laughs> Not gonna just wait. Zach. Nah. <laughs> Jingmin's not a waiter. She doesn't wait. Well, um, Fumi, Woshi Ikeru uh, steps towards you and smiles. How are you feeling, Fumi? Well, I trust. And, yeah, I'm feeling really good, actually. Um, kind of weird, weirdly good. Well, whatever. Good, good. Well... You have a lot of excited fans to meet. Um, let's go and do what we must and answer the questions of the press. Oh, yeah. I need to get out there. Indeed, indeed. Fumi, you are, along with your teammates, the eelhounds, um, shepherded down a hallway and... Uh, a bunch of questions are asked by the reporters. The typical stuff, not stuff of any real substance, and you all have your shot at answering them collectively and, and independently. And before, uh, before soon, it's over. Um, you get the sense that you've done well. People like a smiling, nodding person. I'd like to ask you, um, with your playbook, if we should take a look at some of the mechanics of your fame as the aspirant. Uh, possibly, because I know my target is urban, which is what we're doing now. Um, for adding to my base, though, I have to perform an impressive deed that resonates with the, that background. Yeah. I, oh, when you have a powerful advocate from that background. So I think I need to know someone who would also advocate okay that's how i read it anyway but i'm not sure <laughs> yeah yeah so it seems to me um that there's an opportunity to at least earn a pip towards um your growing reputation and i haven't looked at the exact mechanics yeah. in a while but i believe that last time i gave you you know the equivalent of three pips um, to just fast track um, the significant event uh, of helping out with the archives after it was bombed. And yeah. um, so for now, uh, we can just say uh, you add two pips to Renown. That's the name of the track that feeds reputation. So the smaller number here, or the smaller uh, element that will add up and add to your reputation, your score. So you are now one pip Sounds away good. on the renowned track from another reputation point. Yay. Get famous. I'm excited to see how the <laughs> yeah. principles of uh, legacy and adoration play out in your character. Yeah, same. Well, Woshi, 
um, pulls you away from the microphone as everybody's uh, clamoring. They, they have to cut off everybody, you know, not let too many fans, uh, you know, stampede y'all. And he just says, you're doing splendidly, Fumi. Now, we're all going to celebrate your success. Go get your friends, the ones who came with you to the arena tonight, and bring them along. Okay, sure. Excellent. We have a limo waiting out here for them, just behind yours. We'll go to a fine establishment and celebrate. Yeah, let me just t- tell them what's up with it. Very good, very good. And Fumi goes to find find Lin and a mook. Lin. That that voice is only yeah, trustworthy. I mean, this is just how normal people talk when they're perfectly <laughs> I think that's the most trustworthy voice I've heard in my life. <laughs> Characterization, baby. I'm basically just the Tom Hanks of the Avatar <laughs> Legends universe right now. <laughs> So, Lynn, you see Fumi approach you as these crowds are emptying the way um, out of the pro-bending arena. Uh, Amook is by your side. For the rest of the match, you didn't see any other suspicious activity. Um, But you do notice that the man that Amook and you spotted earlier, the mysterious man in a suit, uh, whose face was obscured by his hat and who signaled back and forth from up on the platform uh, up on the platform down to Woshi Keru. He's tailing you at a distance. Okay. Fumi approaches you. Uh. What happens? Hey Lynn, hey Luke. Oh my god. Hey, you did great out there. Thanks. I- it was so much fun. Oh, and really fun news. We've won money and like a lot of it. Not like a lot, but like a decent enough chunk where we can like do things with it. Oh, wow. You actually voted on me too? Thank you. Yeah, and against you, but like most mostly for you. <laughs> well, that's still great. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, hey. Um, um, yeah, we were just invited by... um um. That that guy that um oh uh, Woshi Woshi guy. He yeah. does an after party. Oh, for that, us. yeah, that guy. Yeah, there's a limo for us out back and an after party to go to. Lynn is going to grab Fumi's hands and squeeze and say, "This is going to sound like the dumbest thing in the world, but I had an anxiety dream about him, like eight sessions ago." I. <laughs> don't think we can trust him after the stuff and also there's this weirdo following us I think it's fine Lynn don't don't worry about it Lynn I um I think there's a role here and I think it's guide and comfort but I'm 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 curious because we're going a little off book right now by borrowing a clock, what the best mechanic is. Mm -hmm. So what I'm thinking is uh, if you could just roll one D six, I'll allow you to take that many segments off of Fumi's clock by pleading with her to come to her senses. 
Okay. Instead of using the normal mechanic and its implications. That's a one. Not breaking through, are we? No. Oh, my. Can I, however, Mm -hmm. argue? So I just got a move uh, called Roguish Charms. When you plead with an NPC or guide and comfort them by flattering them and empathizing with them. Fumi is not an NPC, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I would be able to roll with creativity instead of harmony. And because Fumi is super suggestible right now, right? Potentially charmed, some could say, like roguish <laughs> charms. Would you like to roll again? I, uh, you're asking for a re-roll. That's very creative. Instead of like a straight, <laughs> like, guiding comfort. Hmm. Oh, I'm not feeling generous on this point. Oh, that's okay. It was a stretch. It was really a stretch. (laughs) I really, I I personally enjoy that it was only one, one segment on the clock. Oh gosh. You know, he's a benevolent GM, Steve. I bet you would. But also a just GM. Where's my gun? (laughs) Where is that gun? Oh no. Oh no. Let's force the issue. Let's force well, the Amuk issue. looks into your eyes, Fumi, and he, he seems a little concerned. Um, but says, Fumi, can we at least stay close to you? Keep an eye on you, just in case? I think there's a separate limo for you guys, but I'm not sure. We can always ask. I'm sure he'll let us be all together. Okay. He looks back to you, Lynn. Um, she seems really sure about this. She does. And it might make him matter if we don't go, but I have really... The vibes are bad. The vibes are bad. I feel like good vibes right mm. now. She's on the adrenaline of winning. I don't... <laughs> A mook is, as you've seen recently, ever since Jingmin left, a bit defeated and despondent. And so he shrugs. All right, lead the way. Okay, it's right this way. Come on. Fumi like <laughs> leads them to where the limos are. Okay, this is gonna be fine. Everything is gonna be fine. Oh my god, we're going to die! Moshi and Zephyr are still buddy-buddy right now. And, um, you know, they they uh, have one final laugh before Zephyr Skydancer gets into his limo uh, with uh, the coach of the Buzzard Wasps. Or, sorry. Uh, sorry, Zephyr Skydancer gets into the limo with the Eelhounds. And... Uh, beckons you. It's team by team. Um, and so Woshi Ikeru is now hopping back over to the Buzzard Wasps and attending them. Um, and then a third car in the back, a final limo, uh, is where uh, someone is standing, holding the door open, and gestures for all of the friends to hop in. Oh, are we with her? Or is there like another car for us? I thought we were going with Boomy. I have special instructions for the guests of Fumi. Um, You will have to drive separately, uh, but 
don't worry, we'll be there in in short time. Can't they ride oh, with me? Okay. Um, and the driver uh, just looks over at Woshi, who's just about to step into his car, and he says, "On second thought, yes, they can, Fumi, and I'll join you as well." See you soon, eelhounds. And he waves off his limo and he comes to join you in the last limo in line. Thanks. Subscribers. Fumi just like gets in. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. If Lynn and Fumi hadn't just saved somebody from a building together, Lynn would not be distressing <laughs> with it. Okay. I guess we're. Getting in. You all pile in to the limo and pull off to head towards your fine dining spot. And uh, as you step in um, to the limos, you see, you notice just the gleaming uh, symbol on the front and back of each of them. Uh, this clean, just shining steel fist. It's the unquestionable symbol of Mao Mechacorp. And as you step into these cars, let's cut to Jing Min. Oh no. Jing Min, it's, it's been some time now uh, since uh, your meditations. Um, I'm curious uh, what you're doing after you've kind of climbed the rafters and listened in on Kumadi's conversations and other chats going on in the underground here of the triad that you're now a part of. Yeah, I think she, so she's been going like between like sort of sticking around like this sort of establishment that she's in and also like staying in her room and Training as well as making it look like she's training. Like say, like say, some attendants come to her room. Yeah, and she's still up in the rafters. She'll like there's some scenes of her like hurrying back in, <laughs> and like all the attendants see are her like restringing a bow. Then at some point, one of the attendants are like, "How many times does she have to restring a bow? She hasn't shot it in <laughs> in hours." <laughs> <laughs> but but there there I think there is some actual like self-training as much as she can do she's been i think she's been waiting for um kumari to also approach her for like the actual yes. training process yeah. but until then she's just been like either in her room or sneaking out like surveying the area okay well when you are back in your room, restringing the bow for perhaps a fourth or fifth time to provide your cover, <laughs> Kumadi returns from her meetings. And despite the late hour, she says, Well, men, would you like to start the next phase of training? That's all I've been waiting for. I'm ready. Excellent. I think we must begin by teaching you to follow two rules at all times. I will give you a challenge. A challenge that will teach you 
to use those sharp senses of yours more patiently. Jingmin, I will instruct my triad to try to attack me at all times. You must protect me from them. Two rules. First, use anything in your environment, but never use your bow. It has become a crutch. Second, don't seriously injure your triad. <laughs> They're family now. We also need every soldier at their best. Redirection, non-lethal force. Do you understand? Yeah, um... The, the latter seriously complicates things, but I expect nothing less from you. I'll do my best. Good. Min, you don't lack power or precision. You just lack the patience to wait for the right moments in battle. You're reckless. Do you object to this assessment? No. Um, Jingmin's face definitely says otherwise. She's very frustrated by this comment that Kamadi has made. Okay. It's okay if there's resistance in you. Tell me. What are you thinking? I think I've been waiting for so long. And I've learned it well. And so I'm just, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with your stance. Waiting f so long for what? To act. Ah, I see. All of this action that I've been seeing from a crazed raccoon, this is, this is after years of doing too little in a sense yes I I couldn't I didn't have it in me to pierce the flesh of my parents with that of a broadhead arrow but now I'm in a place where I have this power in my hands the power of this bow and bow string and now I can finally do something about the wrong that not just I, but others around me have experienced. Then perhaps you do fight for the right reason, Min. My concern is only that in battle you seem to throw yourself into danger when a touch more coordination with your allies might have secured a victory perhaps with even less risk to them. And Danny, I am, Kumari is trying to shift Jing Min towards community. All right. Um. So a balance move. Yes, I don't think Jing Min will resist this. I think she is... What's funny is I think if this was a Moog telling her that she would resist it. <laughs> it's funny how some people can get <laughs> but, through, you know. And, yes, exactly. And others but, can't. Uh, yeah, Jingmin will not resist this. Okay. 
So I'm trying to pull up the section so, of balance moves there. Um, yes, I have. I don't know if it's live. No, it's not live up to your principles. Yeah, you have the option to roll <laughs> the resist move, but it sounds like you don't want to, uh, which is fine. Yes, I do not want to. Yeah, let me take a moment here and pull up my version of this in Obsidian. 137. Balance moves are in page 137. They start at page 137 of the core rulebook, folks. Indeed, and they're exciting. A lot of cool things happen with balance moves. So you're so so Kamadi is calling me out, is what you're saying? Or is that only something a player can do to someone else? Uh, it is not a... I don't believe it's a call-out mechanically, um, but there are lots of times where you'll see through the, the, um, the handbook um, mm. just opportunities when an NPC tries to, quote-unquote, shift your balance. And so that is what... So I think, does she just shift it then? Yeah. If I don't resist yeah. it? All right. So I will go from plus three excellence down to plus two excellence. <laughs> I forgot you were plus three. Minus two community. <laughs> oh, I was on the edge there. So yes, now I'm a little bit less. I'm at plus two excellence, minus two community. Okay. I like it. Well, let's begin. Please accompany me. There are more things to do tonight. It's is, is it starting now? Do I need to start protecting you now? Yes. Um, Jingmin takes her string off her bow, puts it in the wardrobe sitting in her room, and goes to follow uh, Kumadi without her quiver or her bow. As soon as you step out, Donna and Perla swoop in, Jingmin. Out in the hallway, they, they come with a pincer move and they each try to swing at Kumadi. What do you do? Jeez. All right, so Jingmin is directly tailing Kumadi. Yes. So I imagine they're like, they both swoop into like, maybe like just, you know, they're, I respect Donna and Perla, <laughs> but they're, they're, they're simple at best, right? So I imagine them just going for a straight haymaker, mm -hmm. right? at Kumadi. What Jingmin does is she sweeps Kumadi off her feet and catches her head. So she sweeps her off her feet where Kumadi starts to fall face first on the floor and she catches her head as to get her out of the way of these of these punches. Oh. I don't know if that's the worst fiction you were thinking Ooh, of. Hey, I love it. I love it. Um, I think this is a rely on your skills and training, Jingmin. I will rely on this on the skills and training. Okay, that's a nine on the dice. I think rely is focus. It is. So that is an eleven. Nicely done. Well, well. Let me pull up my basic moves. On an eleven, of course, you do it. But beyond that, just checking. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So without without imperfection. Yeah. So Jingmin sort of yeah. like, yeah. So Jingmin sort of sweeps Kumari off her feet and sort of catches her face 
before it hits the ground. And I think, I don't know if this will require another roll, but in response, she'll just like open hand palm um, Perlent on his faces. <laughs> like, get out of here! <laughs> As you make to, to issue those open palms, you look up and realize that Donna and Perla have connected with each other now that their target is no <laughs> longer between them. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they each kind of are knocked back and, and have to steady themselves against the opposite walls. Oh, nice one, raccoon. Yeah, that was a good job. Do better. I don't want to hit you, boss. Well, I know <laughs> the orders. <laughs> and both Donna and Perla retreat. An elegant solution. You know, Kamadi... You know, Kamadi, I really expected you to wait at least a little bit longer. But I, 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 res- I respect the urgency. We have much to do in little time. Nicely done. At this point, Jingmin is like circling Kumadi with her hands up, like very close to her. <laughs> Just looking around every corner. Before Kumadi passes a corner, like a hall, another hallway, she'll stop her and look around either side of the hallway. I love it. And let her pass. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. We see a montage of similar such situations. Danny, I would like for you to roll the training move that is found on page 142 of our uh, core rulebook. All right. So <clears throat> I have a very interesting mechanic question, Steve. Ah, do you? Regarding the training move. Yes. Yes, I do. Um, so, hmm. So it says under um, extraordinary skill the Prodigy unique like playbook ability. Mm. When you study with a teacher to learn a new technique, shift your balance towards community and automatically learn that technique at the practice level, skipping learned, right? So that's nice. cool. But it says you cannot learn techniques by studying with a teacher if your balance is plus zero community or lower, which it is. Ah. So I guess this, I, so I guess the question is, is Kumari trying to teach me a specific technique? A specific technique she is now with this training. Move. Yeah, so I cannot do that. Okay, because I'm at plus two excellence and minus two community. Okay, yeah. So the learning curve will be a little harder for Jingmin because of her spirit, essentially. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. She's in this mind. She's in this mindset of like she's more towards the excellence side of her principle, mm-hmm. right? So she's like, I don't need anyone to teach me. I'm good enough, yep. right? Like I already learned a, I already learned a move from a mook just by seeing it, yeah. right? So I don't need a teacher, and I think um, she's not even like this is like a subconscious thought, mm. right? She's not actively like, oh, I'm good enough without a teacher. Yeah, like if anything, she like wants to be willing to let Kumari teach her, but not there yet. Her being is not there yet. <laughs> How true to life! Oh. Well, mm-hmm. uh, Danny, let's do this. Um, it sounds like the beginning of that prompt uh, that you read um, means maybe I can still have you shift one more, but you just don't learn. 
or do you think it's a full all or nothing deal that you can't <sighs> even get the benefit of being shifted says, until you're already at zero? Yeah, so it says Yeah, so it says you cannot learn techniques by studying with the teacher if your if your balance is at plus zero community or lower. Yeah. So I think I just can't do it. Okay. I think you can't shift my balance and I just can't do it. Well, we see a montage of Jinmin just pouring herself out, doing her darndest to be excellent. When Kumadi wants her to be shifting internally to be thinking about the heart of community. Mm -hmm. And just so you know, as a teaser, Danny, the, the technique that I'm trying to have her teach you. Um, let me see. I have it written in my notes. It's called rapid assessment. Oh, is that was that on your list? I hope. I hope that's a desirable um, move. You can always learn other ones, but oh, I've looked. Oh, no, no, I've looked at it. Yes, and it was one that I was like, oh, that'd be so fun. It's an evade and observe <laughs> technique that says oh, quickly man. take in your situation far faster than normal. Ask one question about the situation at hand. Become prepared to act on the answer. And you may call out your plan to an ally to make them prepared as well. So I thought that was an especially powerful, mechanical, and community-oriented thing. Yes. Yes. She's trying to teach you, Jingmin. It's, it's but... just... <laughs> she, Jingmin's just not ready for it. Okay. <laughs> She's not ready. So I think, I think, unless you disagree, I think like what it looks like is like Kumari sort of like giving Jingmin like tips as like Jingmin's trying to protect mm -hmm. her. Like she's like giving her like tips on like you know like 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 i'm like here right like tell me like where maybe some other like people are coming from but jingmin's like no like i will do it all myself mm. right and so jingmin is just tiring herself trying to do this task of protecting kumari all by herself and she's not she's not communicating with kumari at all and she's mm. yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> oh i love that detail not communicating okay yeah well and i mean like she's like for the most part maybe doing it but kumari can see that jingmin is like wearing herself out during this training process because she's not listening to what she's saying yeah let us just linger for a moment with the camera on kumari's face and jingmin's face turned towards each other Kumadi's expression searching and a bit fatigued. <laughs> and Jingmin just focused and maybe a bit frustrated. Mm. And then cut back to Lin and Fumi and Amuk in the car with Woshi Ikeru being driven through Republic City. The city lights are bright. Um and they flash by as the car pulls away. You've been on the road for some time now, actually. And Woshi has been pondering, it seems, just thoughtful before speaking to the group. And finally, he seems prepared to say something and he looks at all of you. I take it that you remember me. I oh, remember yeah. you. Yeah, we do. Right, Rilin? <laughs> remember from what? What are you, what are you, Fubi, what are you talking about? You know, the whole mask thing. 
mask? I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're losing it very quickly, Fumi. A move tenses up and is like, looks like he's ready to bend. Like, it's just like eyes just absolutely staring down fiercely. Woshi Ikeru. This like is the worst time we trapped a metal car. Fumi is taking over herself like, no, I haven't lost anything. No, no, not like that, girl. I'm your brain. I don't know what masks you're talking about. Fumi, because of the time that's passed in the car, you can mark an I'll mark an additional segment on the clock. Um, so we're now at two out of eight until you're fully recovered. It's all right. It's all right. The truth is out, and there's much more truth to tell you at this point. Once I saw your lovely faces in the newspaper the other day, thanks to your stunt at the police archives, I was able to put two and two together and realize just who it was that caused me to pay the three prices in the librarian's circle. It was your fault that I was unmasked. Your fault. You and now really I'm in the process. <laughs> yes. Fumi, glad to see that it's working well. Uh, now I'm in the process of paying the third and final price. Oh, what's that? And it involves closing loose ends. What loose ends? So what mask thing are you talking about? And what three prices? This is all, this is pretty out there. Would you mind just breaking it down bit by bit for us? I know you, Lynn and Cloth. Okay. And thanks to so my what best resources. Now I know your family as well. Did you know that the circus is in town? Uh, oh, that no? sounds fun. It no. does, doesn't it, Fumi? No. <laughs> I have eyes and ears on Fang and Du and Cloth. So okay. be careful how you handle this, Lin. Uh, okay. If you care or about them, of course. That, I suppose, is something I am determining now. That's something for me and my therapist, and we'll leave you out of it for now. So what do you want? Well, that is the question, isn't it? See, I was ordered to tie up loose ends, but... I think I far prefer an arrangement that allows me a longer return on investment. The librarian would like for you to die. That doesn't sound very but nice. But I think, indeed not, Fumi, indeed not. If you don't mind, dear, I, I lose track when I'm interrupted. I oh, Just oh, sorry. give me a moment. Your bubbliness is... So There's a mood like, that I'm trying to set here. I'm being threatening, and it's this is an unforeseen consequence. 
I don't feel that right now. That is fair. I should have anticipated this. Nah. I'll make a note for Hope, my assistant. <laughs> Next time. Okay, there we go. I won't forget. It's in my planner. Shut up, Steve. Oh my god. <laughs> but I think I would like an alternate arrangement. You can repay me the debt that you owe me through service. Various jobs like, here and there. Nothing crazy. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad, actually. Um, Like working at a cabbage stand or... Yes. Things like that. Oh, I... oh that sounds fine. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't sound too bad at all. Now, I wish Gus were here, but I have to imagine that <laughs> it got a mook is just not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> and um Woshi turns to him and says, "I confess that I wasn't able to find an obvious weakness in your network." Amuksur. But it seems to me that this is the closest family you have. So if you'd like the friends in this car and your sweet little Jingmin to farewell, I would cooperate. And for the time being, Amuk holds his tongue and listens. Now, as for that cabbage cart, I'd like you to run. That is, that is so delightful that you chose that analogy, given that I own Cabbage Corp. It's, it's just pleasant, isn't it? Oh, yeah, we know who you are. <laughs> well, my first task for you, all of you must guard a transaction of mine. An important, precious powder. It's a lovely product. It's doing fabulously, actually. And he winks at Fumi. Oh, like... I have like... a new and significant buyer. Fumi, not yet, not yet. <laughs> a new and significant buyer. I'd like for you to make sure that it doesn't go sideways. You will provide security for my team while they handle the transaction. You will stay out of sight unless you sense the need to step in. Here are the details. And he puts a little scroll in each of your hands, Lynn and Amook. You can check them later. Oh, what about me? At this point, at this point you okay. pulled up. Lovely chat. Lovely. You're all so it agreeable. It's great talking to you too. Well, in we go. God. You're all ushered in uh, to a restaurant. You're given an absolutely lavish spread. Um, and uh, rice wine is passed around. And it's a... Uh, 
It's a strange occasion, given the conversation you've just had with Woshi Keru. And throughout the dinner, Woshi is eyeing Zephyr Skydancer pensively. And Lynn, you recall that both of these names are on the list of the people who are at the showing of relics in the bookkeeper's circle. Oh. Okay. But it's not Clock. clear to you as of yet um, what relationship they have aside from laughter and banter and both being notable people in business. <clears throat> I'm curious if you say anything over dinner. You have your sort of corner of the table. For the time being, Woshi is not right next to you. Uh, he may not hear you depending on, you know, everyone else's uh, chatter and the ebb and flow of conversation. Do you say anything? Fumi, are you okay? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I be? I mean, I just want to match. That's, yeah. You're just real happy about all of this. And I'm a little worried because we were just threatened by a very powerful man <laughs> who knows we did a lot of bad stuff to him. I mean, he did seem a little weird. Yeah, he seemed real weird. Maybe he ate something bad. You know, maybe he's hungover. Did anything happen after the match? Um, I mean, I got this this blank letter, and she pulls it out to show Lynn. Oh yeah, I guess I never threw it away. Oh. Steve, yes, does the letter look like the little bundle that he gave us? It does, in the sense of being, um, you know, tied by the same small ribbon. Um, looking mm -hmm. like it's the same size and type of parchment. Yeah. Is there anyone else sitting at our table? It's a long uh, banquet style table, um, but you're at the far end of it. And, and so um, you may be able to do something discreetly. Okay. I'm just... Guys, this is above the table. How mad at me would you be if I gave this to someone else? If I passed it, passed it to the next person, next to a mook, and I was like, Hi. This is from Aeronomad Island. Feel free to a gift from us. Just to see. Would you guys be mad at me? You can say yes. I, don't, I mean, it's just a blank paper, right? I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Justin yeah, in the chat is like, just do it. Act, act. <laughs> uh, I just, I didn't want Nikki and Diddy to be mad at me. Okay, Justin? <laughs> Nothing you could do could make me mad at you. Yeah, you're Jinkies. good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lynn's gonna lean over, past a mook, and gently tap the person next to us and say, Hi, sure the circus is in town? Um, let's see. It is It's a Dallas A. That's that's uh, just past a mook. I'm oh a, no any of your work. I, I didn't realize, but that sounds exciting. Are you going to go? Yeah, actually. Uh, my parents are kind of involved with it, so they asked me to help spread the word to people about it. Wow. Okay. Is that what this is? And she looks down at the uh, piece of parchment. Yeah, I'm handing them out to friends, people in the area, trying to 
throw out some excitement, you know? Okay, well, uh, thanks. And she reaches out to take it. And so it's okay to open it now? That's, is that, it's not like a yeah, present. I mean, you can. It's like just, okay, it's like a flyer. I mean, like, if you want to, if you want to wait, that's also like fine, you know? I'm not going to tell you what to do with the circus. <laughs> true, 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 true. And um, she kind of looks at it for a moment contemplatively and then shrugs and opens it up. And indeed, there is no powder. Oh, I just... Okay, great. As you, there was as an you peek over, in my mouth. As you peek over past a Mook Lin, uh, you see instructions, details of locations uh, for the job that Woshi Ikeru has assigned to you. This wow. is uh is this like a like a game or like a message? Huh. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. That's my science homework. That is not the advertisement. That's the wrong thing. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. That's all right. I, I could still attend to the circus. I'll I'll look into it. And she just passes it back to you. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. Curious though, I just didn't think that there was like a underground tunnel in the city. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're about to watch <laughs> lit of a panic attack in public. Oh my god! <laughs> Woshi Ikeru, um, if he had not been so focused on Zephyr's Skydancer, might have noticed, but he kind of turns and looks over at your section of the table and he just sees you melting a little bit in embarrassment, but otherwise he doesn't seem to notice what's happened. Thank God. <laughs> well, you have the information back in your possession. You have a job from Woshi assigned to you. The rest of the night is without incident. Woshi comes over to you, Fumi uh, at the end of the evening and says, Oh, another thing, darling. If you wouldn't mind killing Zephyr Skydancer, he whispers it into your ear. What? In whatever way you see fit before the night is out. Thank you. Oh. And thank you also for testing my product. <laughs> and he pats you on the shoulder and steps out. I'll know what's happened one way or the other. Okay. I do feel like that's one that she will try to resist. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. What would you like to do, Fumi? Um, because he makes to leave, so you could say something or you could resist the action itself just after he leaves, whatever you like. I think more of resist the action itself. Okay. Woshi and uh, others get into limos and head out. Uh, people start to say their goodbyes. The eel hounds file out. The buzzard wasps are left uh, with Dallas a finishing a conversation. Uh, with Zama, the firebender on her team. And Zephyr Skydancer 
is just talking with his assistant at the end of the table, which is now littered with plates, uh, empty glasses, dirty napkins. And uh, he seems to be just uh, ironing out things in his schedule, which is quite full. I'm so glad Jingmin's not here. She would just be so willing to <laughs> shoot an arrow through that man's head. No, not say like that. I am too. Before we see what happens, let us break for an ad. <laughs> what fake ad should we plug today? <laughs> oh, Rainforest Twos again. Oh, let's. Um, Danny, do you mind doing an ad right now for? Have you nude ever shot an nude witches? <laughs> the, the, the who are what? Have you ever found yourself eating a sandwich and you found that there is just too much bread mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and not enough noodles? Speak on that. Well, have we got the product for you? Yep. Introducing nude witches yep. from. Dumpy's Dumpling Cafe. Wait. Nude Witches bring together the two most perfect forms of carb carb intake that humans have discovered. The sandwich and the noodles. We took out the worst of the sandwich, which is the bread, and we added in the best of a bowl of noodles, which is the noodles. Nude Witches. You know, you can't really hold it in your hands, but it goes in your mouth just fine. <laughs> New bitches. Question. Oh you plugged gosh. Dumpy's in there. Is Dumpy's stealing the nude witch? I yes. think that's the premise. If this is an ad from, from our universe, then we just got a glimpse into the future. Yeah, this is um this is a this this ad was this ad transcended across time and space. Oh my gosh. Gus, when you Steve hear this, Stanks you'll be so delighted. You know, <laughs> I have had a ramen burrito before that had actual noodles. noodles oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If anybody lives in Connecticut, you should go to Mexifo. It is a Mexican and faux fusion place. And they have faux no. burritos. And they're so good. No. They're so good. And yeah, let me super- let me tell you, <laughs> yeah, as a native Connecticut, I did try Mexifa before I left that area. Oh, and I didn't try a burrito, but what I whatever I did try, I remember being really pleasantly surprised. It was so good. So there's two ads for you, <laughs> real and fake. A a burrito and the nude witches. All right, we're back. <laughs> Well, Zephyr Skydancer finishes kind of penciling a few things into his schedule, and then he looks over at you, Fumi. Oh, that's Gosh. right. We have an interview scheduled tomorrow, don't we? Uh, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea when I penciled you in for that that you'd be the airbender on my own team for the exhibition, but my players chose right. Uh-huh. Nice job there. Uh, um, um, yeah, thanks, thanks. Well, I suppose I'll be seeing you then. And so, Fumi, uh, you, you see that the team splits off and they get their separate ride provided home. 
and Zephyr is escorted by his driver towards his own limo. What do you do? She's gonna like try to resist this thing and just walk away. Okay. Yeah, give me a push your luck. Oh gosh. Oh, okay. And um, push your luck is passion, I believe. Yes. So yes, that comes yes. out to a 12. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <gasps> well, ah. well. Dude, I was like, is Fumi gonna call Zephyr a frigid jerk and then murder him? <laughs> What's gonna happen? Jerk. <laughs> I was so scared we're gonna go into combat with Fumi. I'm so scared. Oh, you resist. On a hit, you do it. Uh, but it costs you to scrape by. I mean, I've said that this would contribute to your clock, and it certainly will. Fumi, you are feeling oh. significantly more yourself after sort of shaking your head as if to clear it and resisting this, at first, irresistible feeling order. And I will mm -hmm. mark off four more segments of your clock, leaving two left. Yay. A little less bubbly now. Um, a little more grounded, able to sort of access your resistance to things better. It'll still take a push your luck if there's anything significant asked of you, but Woshi Ikeru has left now. So you're mostly just suggestible, perhaps, to those around you. <laughs> yeah, you she watch him drive Lynn. away. And yeah, and you go back to Lynn. You have your instructions. You have a scroll with information. What do you do? Let's open this scroll and read it. So we know it's not going to anthrax us. <laughs> that was so messed up of me. That's like eight war crimes. Just like passing off like a potentially poisonous. <laughs> Just some random innocent. Yeah. And like a famous person at that too. Not even like a rando. Like someone we care about. You could have killed Dallasay. Or made Dallasay really suggestible and a really awesome companion for the next 10 minutes. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with bubbly company. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So you open the, um, the little scroll and it details a location in an underground tunnel that runs under Republic City and beyond. Um, it's actually not far uh, from the area where you have a hideout that you shared with Cho. Um, there are several access points. One of them is marked on the map in that section of the city. Other than that, it just provides a specific time. Um, it's, it's tomorrow night. A large transaction is scheduled. And there is expected to be uh, a sizable force um, receiving the package. Everyone knows safety measures are taken, but you seem to be the extra muscle on this equation. Okay. So, but that means there's nothing pressing right. at the moment. Yeah. Okay. For now, you could gasp, rest, or go home. Oh my. Oh. Hello. Let's go home. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, Lita's been dying to sleep in her own bed for 
how many episodes are we on now? 13? 13. Yeah. <laughs> 13 episodes. And this girl has not gotten to go home, not gotten to see her own mattress, anything. But the circus is in town. Oh, yeah. Does that change anything for you? Unfortunately, yeah. Because we really want to go to bed. <laughs> and we have no other um, information while we're on this about the circus. While we're on this topic of going to bed, um, has Jingmin been able to clear any of her fatigue in her time with the Red Monsoon? The way we've been playing this is really just an extended day. So... Right now will be the time that you get to rest, everybody in the party, uh, and clear fatigue. All right. So this is like your first full evening with the Red Monsoon. All right. Okay. Yeah. What What are you at? Yeah, I'm, I, I was at three fatigue okay. marked. Yeah. Gotta get some shut-eye. But no conditions, finally, because she, because, you know, she blew up on a mook and she sort of... Clear conditions, you know. It's just like real life. You gotta do what you gotta do to get that uh, out. <laughs> you gotta act you gotta act rash to feel better, right, kids? Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. Be a for you do that one though. Any any <laughs> listeners out there? Okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what do I want to do here? Yeah, tell me. So where do you go to retreat for the night? Or do you do anything else? I just want to make sure. I think, do we know how long the circus is in town? Is that knowledge that we would have? Well, is Lynn, it... yeah, as um, knowing that they're newly in town, um, okay. you know that Republic City would be the pinnacle of their calendar. And so there's so many spots to cover and so many people to just absolutely scam. I mean, yeah, I mean, happy customers. There are many happy customers <laughs> that they could easily find. And so the, they'll be on circuit at different locations throughout Republic City, you think, for at least two months. Okay, so it's not like we have to go tonight or we're never going to see them. Great, because we want to sleep. <laughs> this is fair. It's paramount. We get into the mattress. Yeah, and you have cash as well um, for rent uh, if you need it, right? So you have enough for, for Jingmin and uh, Amuk to have rent for a month. Not that you have to use it on that, but... No, but we're going to because it'd be so messed up to steal from the two homeless people in our party. <laughs> so yeah, Lynn's going to go back to her apartment and extend a vague invitation to everyone else. I mean, Poopy's going to take it because... Yeah, uh, Amook is like hesitant, <laughs> but yeah, that, that, sounds, that sounds good. Okay. Um, it's not in a nice part of town and there's only one bed, but the floor is pretty comfy. I didn't have a mattress for like a week, so I I slept. It's not bad. It's pretty soft. Water damage, so we're good. Yeah, let's go back. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. That's fine. That, that's good. Amuk um, nods gratefully. He looks really tired. You're all tired in different ways, perhaps. <laughs> We need to get that Ikeru guy, but first, let's rest. Yeah, yeah. You know, one day at a time. And we also have to find Jingmin, which I think should probably happen soon. She'll find us when she's ready. That's 
true, but I'm going to admit I'm a little worried about being the, like, muscle for hire without the raccoon with a bow and arrow who does arguably the most permanent damage to people. I'm worried, too. And with that, a mook uh, settles in and prepares his his bed. Yeah, okay. I, I'm also worried and hope she comes back soon. For the Are time you, you feeling get, okay? Yeah, by the time you get back, Fumi, you have come to your senses. And you fully grasp what Woshi Ikeru did. Oh, oh my gosh. Mm. Mm. Just this look of like trying to comprehend, like, well, co- slowly comprehending it and just terror on her face. Mm. I don't like that look on your face. I'm not to listen. You don't look bad right now, but you look scared, and I don't like that. I, I think I got drugged. Oh, okay. I don't know a lot about drugs, but we can figure this out. Yeah. Um. Uh, well, 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 she Ikaru was trying to kill Zephyr. Oh. Okay. That's okay. Um, we want to just like sleep on that for now. I we need to at least get him to safety or or something, right? Well, maybe because he's kind of expecting me to kill him, and you're not gonna. Do that, right? I just want to make sure. No, that no, really- no, no, okay. of course not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Um- what do you want us to do, Fumi? Gus rolls over towards you. <laughs> He's laying down, but he's... A mook. He's, sorry, a mook rolls over towards you, but he does engage in the conversation. Gus is suddenly here. We flick Gus out of the universe real fast. Just, just take you out of that C-suite and put you right in our little little fiction. There you go. There you go. I want to check on him, but I don't fully trust myself right now. Okay. Do you know where he lives or anything? No. I wonder if I can ask the um, the team to check on him. Yeah, if I mean, if you got a way to contact them, I mean, I can. You can stay here. I imagine you've got like a head thing going on. We don't want out in public or something. I. I don't know. Like, I feel better now, but it was weird. So, so when you say you got drugged, was it like uh, hallucinations? Like, what was... No, I just felt really was... happy and everything was just okay. Oh. That doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> like, I don't think I would have... Like he he threatened us, and I didn't even feel like threatened by it. 
Oh, yeah, no, that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, we can go check on it. I mean, Amook's pretty tired, so we can leave Amook here and we can go. Yeah, let's. I'm at least going to take a walk around, make sure that he's not doing anything else. Okay. Do you do you want me to come with you so you're not alone? Sure, that might that might be best. Okay. Um Yeah, okay. Let's go. Amuk, you stay here. Enjoy your sea suite. <laughs> Amuk sits up and he starts making plans just for how to destroy Woshi Ikeru. <laughs> You know? He does let you leave. <laughs> he looks Someone a little has to overtired. <laughs> no, no, let's... Can we... I love it. Can we take the paper from a mook? Just, nope, you should go to bed. Ooh. If if he were here, I would have you roll Guide and Comfort, but he he, he does eventually <laughs> ascend. Ascend. Maybe we can, maybe we can hold a Guide and Comfort for next, for next session. Yeah, if the moment doesn't pass in a relevant way, up. yeah, yeah. For now, yeah. <clears throat> For now, he seems to yield the paper. <laughs> okay, and you can just stay right there and mind <laughs> your business for eight hours. Yeah, we won't be long. We need to sleep too after this. I just, I think I need some fresh air. Yeah, let's let's go do that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you step outside for fresh air and walk around. And um, I know that, Will, you've told us that Lynn's um, home is not far from some of the worn down kind of sections of town, including even um, the like spires that were destroyed where you encountered uh, uh, Cho being held up by Kumadi mm -hmm. and the Red Monsoon. Um, can you describe for us anything uh, that you see as you walk around the block? I want everyone to know that rent is really cheap in this part of town, and that's why Lynn lives here. It's like purely practical. Um, it's not a very populated section of town by any means, right? Like, I want to say one in three buildings are either destroyed or have some sort of large hole in them that make them largely unusable. Maybe the first floor is still intact, but the rest is you're really pushing it. Um, so it's basically dead. There's like a streetlight every 80 to 172 feet. Um, so it's not the most relaxing walk in the world, but fresh air is in spades. I love it. Vivid picture. Um, and so, yeah, just clarify, Nikki, what, what is Fumi trying to do besides, if anything, besides clear her head? Mostly clear her head and think of like... Like she's trying to just internally process that everything is going to be okay if she goes to bed tonight. Um, mm. Yeah, she's just dealing with a lot of, of worry there because like someone just asked her to kill someone. Yeah. Do you walk in silence together for the remainder of the walk, or do you say anything further to each other? Lynn's not saying anything. Mm. Yeah, he's going to be pretty quiet too. Okay. 
then we will cut to the next morning and I will allow each of you to remove. How many fatigue is it? Let's see. How comfy are these beds? All the fatigue. You feel like the only person sleeping on a bed is a mook. Unless, like, <laughs> Fumi kicked him out of the single bed in the studio apartment. No, she won't do that. I was picturing just like a mat or something on the floor for a mook. Uh, but, you know, like whatever you have, Lynn, in your apartment. There is one bed and three blankets and then like too many painting supplies for the budget we're on. <laughs> Perfect. The artist's apartment. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Is this is this like a... Um, then only like a moderately comfy situation, like a like a sharing the bed Willy Wonka, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation. Like, I feel like whoever's in the bed is comfy. Like whoever's on the floor is less than ideally comfy. Okay, so Lynn will opt to sleep on the floor because the other two have had a much rougher day. All right. Let's see. I was trying to find the shorthand for recovering fatigue. Let's mm. check how much each of you will recover. I think it's under core elements. Yes, clearing fatigue. So, Lynn, because of your noble sacrifice, you sleep roughly. Um, and you will clear two fatigue. Okay. I had none, so we're good. Oh, excellent. Look at you. Look at you. Well, you chose a great time to make that sacrifice then. You knew that you would be less sore than them. And the rest of you, um, let's say that because of Lynn, uh, you're able to, to sleep comfortably. And so we'll let um, Gus know that a mook can clear for fatigue next time. And so can you, Fumi. It's a comfortable okay. space, a mat beneath you, a blanket over you type of a thing. What, uh, what, what about Jingmin? Jing, what, what's her situation? Jingmin, like? do you sleep? Eventually, Kumadi retires for the night. Uh, and she says, you don't need to watch me now. It's okay. I think, I think Jingmin doesn't sleep as much as she'd like to. I think maybe she'll like try her best to self-train. And after that, she'll even just just raccoon around the Red Monsoon's base for more, just to try to find what she can find, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, but I think she does sleep a little bit. So I'm fine with just accepting whatever, however much fatigue you'll say I clear, if none or any. Yeah. No, I mean, for the amount of sleep that you get, I'll give you the mid-range. So the equivalent of a, a night's rest in a, a barn would be three fatigue. All right. So, so oh. that actually gets oh. you all the way to okay, zero, beautiful. right? That's, that's all I had marked. Okay. <gasps> like it's a comfortable space that's been has been afforded to you, but you you didn't uh, use it to its fullest mm -hmm. because of your other activities. Exactly. <laughs> that's yes. how I'm reading that. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, Jingmin, you find nothing of import um, in the rest of your skulking about. Um. Yeah. 
everything is as it appears to be now that you're inside the family of the red monsoon. I think it does get to a point where Jingmin like sort of accepts like, all oh, right, this is there's nothing they're hiding from me. I think this is a good place for me right now. I think it does eventually get to that point. Okay, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, the next morning, let's cut to Jingmin. Kumadi um, comes in and says, "You may resume your training, Jingmin." <laughs> I. I feel like there's I feel like there's just something I'm not I don't know like you're telling me what to do and I'm doing it but you don't seem satisfied Kumari what am I doing wrong hmm you tell me Jingmin I'm I am doing everything I know your technique is impeccable just just then why then why aren't you looking at me with gratitude? Why aren't you satisfied? Too many times have I done my best, Kumari. And people have looked at me with disappointment and unsatisfaction, and I'm sick of it, Kumari. So why? Just tell me why I'm not good enough. Mine. It would seem that you've given us the answer to what ails you, Jingmin. Why are you so concerned with my approval? My approval is not your prize, Jingmin. Your ability to protect your friends is. I will be satisfied when I see that you are satisfied. And when I know that your spirit is aligned. And she just puts one gentle, precise finger in the middle of your chest. Just pokes you. Mm. And I, I think at this point, Jingmin is like, like in like in tears, right? Let's and yeah. She, let's call this another shift towards community with that line. All right. Unless you want to roll to resist it. All right. Um, she will not. I think Jingmin is very... She is broken down in the best way possible. <laughs> um, so, yes. I will gladly shift that. She is now at plus one excellence, minus one community. And Jingmin, she has no wards in response to what Kamadi is saying. She is the frustration. Um, the... Everything that like she's known to be is sort of like... Sort of just mm. like, oh, this this is all just messed up, you know. And so she she took this sort of offer of Kumadi as like a chance, like, oh, I can I can prove myself, right? Whereas Kumadi is kind of turning that back on back on her, being like, you don't need to prove yourself, mm-hmm. right? I just want you to find yourself. That's I get the sense mm-hmm. that that's like what Kumadi's like looking for. Whereas Jingmin is. She's like, no, I need to like, I need to show Kumari that I'm good enough, and I think Kumari already knows that Jingmin's good enough, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so Jingmin's just sort of not getting that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Very good. As she sees the tears rolling down your face, she says, "This is the real training, Min. 
but also continue to protect me because I have instructed them to attack. And then she continues <laughs> with her, her meetings and moves into the next room. <laughs> um, but before Kumadi leaves through tears, Jingman says, Kumadi, is there any chance I can see my friends again? For the first time, you see a look of surprise in Kumadi's eyes. And there's a lot of things that should have so you know elicited that response. <laughs> um, but had not in the past. <laughs> Jingmin, I have no doubt that you will return to your friends soon. I have not made you swear loyalty forever. For now, the Red Monsoon needs you. But everyone here, believe it or not, is a free agent. At that moment, you hear LJ protest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> well, LJ, you're here Shut because up, of LJ. your own debt and gambling issues. He has a debt to pay off. Yeah, you're a loser. <laughs> he is Fuck trapped, it. but not, not by us. Anyway, everyone has a different reason for coming here. I do ask a lot of everyone who joins the Red Monsoon, but I do not ask for your whole life. I, I, I wish to see them, but I think I have something. I have a purpose here before I can return to them. I couldn't agree more. I've been thinking about what you told me last night, Jingmen. About your grandfather. The one who taught you to use that bow, no? Yeah. I checked our intelligence. And there's one who shares your family name, Jing. And we've identified as being involved in Red Lotus activity. He's currently at the circus here in the city. Would I be asking too much too soon of you, Jingmen, to send you to detain and extract information from your own grandfather? She just looks into your eyes searchingly. Um, Jingmen's looking forward almost past Kumadi through the tears, wiping away some of the tears in her eyes. And she, as she's looking forward, she goes, Extract information by any means necessary. As you've seen, that is our typical way. We are cruel to those who stand in the way of our aims. Kind only to those within. It, it will be done. Tomorrow, then. At that moment, uh, someone comes, one of uh, Kumadi's attendants, doesn't attack her, though I'm sure you raise your guard. <laughs> um. No, yeah, no, yeah. She's, like, ready to, like, tack, fully, like, tackle him and sweep him off his feet. <laughs> um, with this, uh, They whisper something in her ear, and she says, things are moving fast. You'll have to go tonight instead. Guess Until then, let us prepare your mind and train. 
Um, there is this nervousness on Jingmin's face mm. that she's obviously trying her best to cover up. She's trying to cover it up. She's trying to show like readiness, but she is. Like her grandfather is the last person she saw before she ran away from the Fire Nation. And so she is. She doesn't know how to feel right now. <laughs> I will send with you whomever you choose, Jingmin. You have until tonight to decide. And we cut. Lin and Fumi and Amuk wake up. Rested for the first time in a bit. And in Lin's apartment, no less. Oh. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't have like a lot of food here for breakfast, so we might have to go out and get stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Luke um, couldn't smile more broadly. <laughs> There's because um, he says, "I saw a Dumpies last night on the way home." They're a franchise. Is that they're how that works? Back. Someone beat you to the punch. I am so sorry. Amuk seems overjoyed. The Dumpies exists. Never misread the vibe there. <laughs> yeah, um, let's go try them out. We, oh my gosh, we really need to figure some stuff out today, though. Yeah. Lynn, are, are your parents going to be okay? Yeah, they're fine. I mean, it's, it's whatever, you know? He's, but he was threatening you with them, so don't they? Yeah, I'm assuming gonna, they matter some to you. Yeah, we're gonna do the job of the tunnel, so he's not gonna hurt them. So it's fine. I'm not sure we should do that job. Um, the powder he's talking about—that's what he drugged me with. Can we? we get food first and then can we talk about this i don't yeah yeah food first okay yeah and lynn is going to open the door and motion everyone to get out <laughs> as a gracious host would after the welcome is finished and overstayed <laughs> well you have a fine meal at dumpy's Let's hope that we have Gus next week to unpack the details of eating at Dumpy's. Because he is he is the number one fan of the return of Dumpy's. Um, I think it would be fun to end tonight by cutting to Detective Cho. Oh, <gasps> we haven't seen him in a while. That's my, that's my diva. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Your diva, indeed. Yep. Well, we see Cho pacing anxiously. They said they'd be back. They're not back. It's been so long. They said they'd get food and be back. They said they were jailbreaking. 
All right, He Sheng. I don't think you can stay here anymore. I've got to keep moving. I've got other jobs to do. I've got to collect for this one. He Sheng nods in understanding, but he looks doleful. Just I don't I don't know if I have any safe place to go. Yeah, well, I can't babysit forever. And I know the kids wanted to ask you some questions, but they're not here. They haven't radioed me. I don't even know if they have a radio. Anyway. I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get that radio. <laughs> Look at on it. We're behind on the times. You know. Heck moves fast. Takes a while to catch up. <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, thanks for all the info, Ling. Finally, something goes my way. But let's get you out of here. And he steps outside and gestures for He Shangling to follow him. And as they do, Cho carries a packet under his arm. And the camera zooms in on his face and he just looks conflicted. His eyes darting side to side as he guides He Shangling through a series of alleys. Uh, where are we going? He Shangling asks. Somewhere safe, kid. And a moment later, they are surrounded. People drop in from the buildings above into this intersection in the alleyways. And Cho raises his guard as if to fight them. And sleeping gas just unfolds and fills the area. He Shang drops to the ground limply. But as the gas begins to clear, you see Cho standing with a gas mask on and the package that was under his arm opened and emptied. And when it clears, the folks around them with gas masks eventually take their masks off and a car rolls up that looks as fancy as anything. And a lady steps out of it, her lips as red as blood, luscious curls of hair, and with the unmistakable symbol of Mao Mecha Corp on the front of her vehicle. It's Vivi Mao. Maybe she's the diva. Hold on. <laughs> when the gas fades and Ling is carried away into Vivi's car. Nicely done, Detective Cho. I am impressed with your services. Your payment. A handsome reward for a handsome lad. And someone just gives him a suitcase of cash. This this is more than I... Look, I, I didn't even ask for this much. What are you trying to pull here? I am generous. And my son trusts you. And she pats the unconscious form of He Shang Ling. Keep it that way. <gasps> you did well to raise your guard. 
If need be, tell the story of the scuffle and how you fought to save him before he was carried off. Uh, that doesn't seem right, but thanks for the cash. I needed it. Maybe I can afford a muffler repair now. <laughs> you silly. Mrs. Saochun, see to it that a new ride is delivered to Mr. Cho. Oh, that's, that's very generous, miss. Uh, if you continue to deliver like this, you will want for nothing. In fact, you will be set for life if you do one more thing for me, darling. Oh, oh, one more job for life? Yes. What's that? I understand that you managed to steal something that belongs to the librarian. Let's lure him out together. I'll provide more than enough muscle for the operation. I just need you to arrange the meeting using your trinket or whatever it is. And we'll pretend to sell it back to him. Sound fair? Fair enough. Cho couldn't look more disappointed as he stands there with a bag of cash in hand as Vivi Mao drives away with her entourage and guards. And we cut. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, hello? <laughs> what? Uh, Can I say um, openly and honestly without fear of judgment that I don't even know who we should be trusting or siding with here? Nobody. 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 I mean, Jingmen, Jingmen doesn't even trust the mook at this point. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Maybe we should just... <laughs> Hear me out. Let's become the baddies. Let's go bombs at y'all. Yeah. I think I kind of just resisted that this episode, so... <laughs> Sorry. The, turn. Yeah, you frigid jerk. <laughs> you frigid jerk. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. Well, we love um, telling love these that. stories and figuring out what happens next. We will play to find out next week. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us and watching and listening. And um, if you haven't yet, um, join us in Discord. Hang out with us. Follow us on TikTok. Will Jinkies and the rest of us are putting out some stuff about a different TTRPG every day from indie creators. Because um, we think that weird is is a great way to go. So be weird. And, uh, and don't just play the mainstream weird. stuff. And don't feed the capitalist machine. Love you. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Relics of the New Republic is an Avatar Legends actual play podcast produced by Dustfire Media. As an independent production, your support helps us to continue putting out content like this. We'd like to thank our White Lotus Agent patron members like Makura. If you're interested in supporting Dustfire Media, please check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash dustfiremedia where you can access exclusive content including The Forge, our Patreon-exclusive show. Dustfire Media seeks to remain family-friendly, but this is an improv storytelling game, and the players may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Till next week, seek harmony. <laughs>